Good day, good people. Welcome to Do It Like the Doctors. I am Dr. Carlos. This is my beautiful co-host, Dr. Rita. Yes, she's my wife. Yes, she's my queen. Yes, she's my everything. We're about to take you on another journey with episode number two. Why college? Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. We truly appreciate all of the love. Thank y'all. That just means a lot to us. Thank y'all for coming back. That's really the most important part for us is you came back to hear the next episode. Thank you so much. Again, this episode number two is about why college, our educational journey. So what we're going to do is talk to you about why did we choose to go to college in the first place? Mm -hmm. Then we're going to break down our educational journey. Dr. Rick, are you ready for that part? I am ready. Don't get the stressing out because it brings back flashbacks, folks. I promise you. It does. It, it is traumatizing. No, we had a good experience <laughs> across the board. But at the same time, it was a lot for us to get to this level of education. So, again, we're going to talk about why we chose college. And then we're going to jump into our educational journey. And, again, ladies, get to go first. My queen, Dr. Ricky, yes, give her a round of applause. <laughs> absolutely dr rika is gonna go first and she's gonna talk about why did she choose college and i look forward to hearing this i love her story i am blessed to mend my story with her story we make a dynamic duo don't we come on give us a round of applause you're about to act like y'all like thank you, thank you. all right without further ado again drum roll dr rika she will start us off. Why did you choose college, Dr. Rika? Yes. Your high school journey is first. Let's well, go. hello again, everyone. So great to be here. Um, as I mentioned before on our previous podcast, this is just an amazing opportunity just to be able to share our journeys with you. So super excited. Like Dr. Carlos said, we're going to dive into just that. Why? Mm -hmm. Why did we choose our college path? Yes, for sure. So um, I mentioned a lot about my high school journey on episode one. So if you haven't tuned in, be sure to Go back follow to it. that up. It is a good but, episode. Um, yes, it is. Very. We went in detail just overall who we are and why should you do it like the doctors. Uh, but jumping back into just that high school experience for me. Why did I choose college? Ultimately, high school was that defining stage in my life for me. Just being able to dive in, figure out who I am as a person, my interest, and then just overall my path forward. What did I want to do with my life? And so college was that eye-opening experience for me and just understanding what college was all about. Um, as I mentioned before, my mother instilled just those qualities to be successful in all rooms. Absolutely. very, very, very important in our Always, always, always communicated that no matter what, you want to make sure that you do your best when it comes to academics. And so that was instilled in me early on, not just within high school, early on. So that was just my path for just focusing on making sure my grades were top tier because no matter what 
you can't you can go excuse me no matter what ed, having an education will get you far so Absolutely. that was everything we always just discussed in terms of anything school related so within my high school experience i just knew that then focused on those academics and just being involved within high school going to college would ultimately be that outcome for success or that outcome for change to being able to see something different um, not only for myself for my family you know being a first generation college student it's very hard to kind of navigate the path um, and that was actually the the track that i had to take just being a first generation college student i had to navigate the way even within high school and then also as we discussed later on going on to college but and understanding that view of, okay, yeah, college, I will be able to do something different. And it was always a story around going to college. Uh, you, it will be better. It'll be a better outcome for you, better outcome for your life. So um, with traveling throughout high school, I got very involved, again, making sure academics was a priority, but then also just being involved and being able to define my, define my path. I took on AP courses, was in ROTC, as I mentioned before, oh, honors man. courses, class yeah. officer positions, and more. And I definitely, definitely, definitely have to highlight Upper Bound. Yes. Upper Bound was an amazing opportunity that I was exposed to early on. As a freshman in high school, I actually learned about it in, in eighth grade, but at the time you had to be um, in high school to participate. So as soon as I hit that freshman year, I went into Upper Bound, and if you're not familiar with Upper Bound, it's just one of those opportunities, one of those programs that takes those first-generation college students under their wing and provide them with the resources and um, the skills, the knowledge base, just to be successful with transitioning to college. Absolutely. And if it wasn't for Upper Bound, I don't think I would have been able to experience some of the things that I experienced uh, in high school, just from that knowledge base and understanding how to enhance my skill set and even traveling. We also got stipends and everything, and so shout out to Upper Bound. Thank shout you. out to Upper Bound. Thank you so much. Keep that program around. Don't ever let it die. So again, like I said, high school was just one of those defining moments for me, and just understanding the transition for my life. Um, as I mentioned before, senior year was a, an eye-opening experience for me, just being able to enhance my leadership. I was a senior class president, valedictorian. Beautiful. National Honor Society. And then it also allowed for me just to continue to become that independent individual with my transition to college. So um, also just understanding my growth. Full ride scholarship, I was a Clara Luper Scholar, which was another amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for a Clara Luper Scholarship, I probably wouldn't have been able to go into, the, go into college at the rate that I did. Uh, I went to Oklahoma City University, and we'll get to that later, but the Clara Luper Scholarship opened up many doors and opportunities for me as a first-generation college student. Absolutely. Shout out to Dr. Clara Luper. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And, uh, you like me, though. I do. I'm going to crush on you. You're a cute little something, something. Ain't she cute, folks? Come on now. You, you can't tell me that. Come on now. Don't be making me blush. I'm trying to so Dr. Rika has talked about her story. Beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Dr. Rika, beautiful, 
beautiful start very very beautiful start to your education and your career you took that serious from the jump and i'm so proud of you for that thank you dr right. carlos i appreciate it look forward to hearing yours oh you like me like that baby yes, all right so check this out next up is me look drum roll come on dude. oh wait a minute no drum roll <laughs> oh oh it's, the joke's on me all right there you go come on drum roll cool 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 so now you get to hear my story my story is a little bit different from dr rika she had her focus very early on from grade school all the way up and i'm so proud of everything that she's accomplished shout out to dr rika and those accomplishments and people like dr rika get out of here with all of that but now i aspire to be like her you know what i'm saying so my freshman year and sophomore year in high school really took a toll on me. It was just a lot that I was experiencing at the time. I was at a loss just in the environment that I grew up in made it really difficult for me to understand the importance of furthering my education and just even getting a high school education in general. So it was a lot on me. So I'm, I'm talking about I was that guy sleeping class. I was that guy that really didn't want to show up. I was that guy that just really was a class clown, didn't really want to focus on anything. But the crazy part about it, a lot of people didn't know that I've always done my work. I used to be the guy that would finish my assignment and throw pencils at people just to be messing with them. No, so, Carlos. Hey, look. <laughs> look, I had to be. No, that, that, look, I was that guy. Unfortunately for a lot of folks, and I apologize for interrupting your education, that wasn't my intention. But from, <laughs> from disclaimer. When, yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> but from really grade school, I was always a smart kid. My mom always talked about it. My teachers always talked about it. I would finish my work first and first and just, you know, start acting a fool. But when I got into high school, I was kind of empty for the most part. So I bombed freshman and sophomore year. And there were some defining moments in my life that really kind of made me think different. Cause I knew I could be better, but I just, I don't know. I didn't feel like I wanted to prove it to anybody. So it was a moment where a family member said, you're not going to be anything but a jailbird junkie drug addict, just like your mm. dad. Yeah. It hurt. It hurt. It, it hurt different. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it motivated me because I started to think about my dad's story and then, you know, he dropped out in 11th grade. And, and if you heard the first episode, I briefly talked about just the things that he experienced. And I didn't know, was that because he didn't finish high school? It could have been a lot of factors. So those defining moments like that, then I've just watched so many people in our community and my family just not reach that ultimate goal of graduating. It just, it that motivation hits different. Yeah, it just kind of like, man, it felt mm -hmm. a lot different. So I wanted to see something different. So I had to do something different. And it just really kind of, you know, those people that believed in me at the time and said, hey, you need to go off. You're great. You're special. You can do all of these great things. You definitely should uh, focus on going to college or doing something better with your life. You have an opportunity to succeed. Mm -hmm. So my counselor, she asked me, and this is Dr. Richard, she said, so what college are you going to? Mm, I remember you were telling me about this. That's crazy. So I've never had somebody ask me that question in that manner as if they knew I was worthy of going to college. And so I never really thought about it. And so I just kind of brushed it off like, nah, I'm not college material. College is for squares. You know, I'm not worried about no college, whatever. What's, what college is going to, what is it going to do for me? So I actually got that same question as well. Ain't that deep? Yeah. 
All it takes is a counselor. Shout out to your counselors. High school counselors, for sure. Tell your students that they are important from the jump. So shout out to all the high school counselors out there that's pointing to positive affirmation. So my counselor asked me that. I blew it off, so don't be this student. So if it's a high school student, listen to this. If you have a child that's going in high school, look, don't be me. I didn't go to college right away. Right after that fall semester, I was so burned out. I had to make up all those classes from freshman and sophomore year, so I flipped burgers. Look, I was flipping burgers at a restaurant, and I hated it. It was like, this is weird. It was people 40, 50 years old, capping their lives. This is about high as they were going to get. No, no, you know shade to anybody that's in that right. industry or whatever because obviously that keeps our economy afloat and floating i mean a flowing you know so on and so forth but you just I, have to do what's best for you absolutely. you have to follow your heart it wasn't something that i wanted to see for myself and so that's when i decided that college was interesting for me interesting enough to give it a shot and so i gave it a shot so give it a shot folks that's really the moral of that story Proud of you. Proud of you. Good so, job. Well, I appreciate you, baby. So, Dr. Rika, she worked in K-12. She's been a high school teacher. She's been an elementary school teacher. She's also a high school counselor. And so she has some special tips for you all, some educational tips for success. So give it up for Dr. Rika once again. And she's going to share these tips. So that was my story. So, yes, as Dr. Carlos mentioned, I've had my share of experience within um, K-12, just the K-12 environment and being within the classroom. Um, high school teacher taught several uh, subjects within the high school capacity and also coached a little bit. And then I also taught elementary and a uh, high school counselor. So I've had my experience and just being a part of the educational uh, capacity or the educational space, I've learned a lot of different things, just um, not only in defining why did I choose college, but also tips that can help others that are traveling the same path. Even those that look like me, that's always a passion of mine, just being that representation Absolutely. for others. And so shout out um, to all our teachers and yes. all of those educators that's in that space. Appreciate y'all. This is a beautiful thing. Should get paid more. We're gonna rally for it. Continue. Yes, greatly appreciate it. Uh back to just my high school journey, obviously that change and transition was influenced by those educators as well. Um, so some tips for you as the student that are that's traveling this educational path right now. You always want to make sure you prioritize yourself. Absolutely. No matter the situation, you want to always put yourself first. Um, it's many different avenues that you travel, many bumps, many roads, but no matter the situation, I always tell myself, you got to prioritize yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I was telling Dr. Carlos that actually just the other day we were yeah. discussing things. Absolutely. Also, when it comes to your educational journey, especially within a high school capacity, independency is key mm. um, when it comes to just equipping yourself with those tools to be able to maneuver your own route forward. Thank you want to be able to have those skills to fall back on. Um, I joke about it, but I learned early on how to, how to ride a cab. Uh, and some of y'all might not even know what. <laughs> <It was like laughs> that, that the, that these different mobile systems that they use to yeah, take back you to, out. Actually, back to upper bound, we had summer programs. And um, at the time, 
single family household, you have to do what you have to do. So I learned how to ride a cab. I learned how to ride the city bus. I learned how to take care of myself and my sister and different things like that. So those skills can be applied to not only your life, but your educational journey. And then also just speak up, speak up for yourself. And I I had this at the bottom of the list, but it goes with this one as well. And utilize those resources that are given to you within the space. Your counselors, your educators, ask questions. Um, Develop your list of resources to be able to help you transition to that next level. Oh, yeah. And then within this space, this is a great opportunity for you to explore your passion. So take advantage of those opportunities that open up, extracurricular activities. Maybe you want to try honors classes, AD classes, uh, cheerleading, any of those opportunities that you feel will help you grow and develop your skill set. Another one that is very valuable, practice that time management Mm -hmm. and organization. This will take you far in life, not only professionally, but educationally, especially if college is your next path forward or your next choice. Time management is key and just understanding how to maneuver within the space. And then back to utilizing those resources and creating a list of goals. This is a big deal for me because I know early on it took me some time to figure out exactly what I wanted to do, what my passion was. I went back and forth with education. I went back and forth with uh, medicine. And then I kind of got to that area of, hey, I'm combining them all and I have a passion for STEM and technology and pushing that path forward. And we'll talk about that later. But create a list of your goals now. Once you hone in on that, that passion and find what is best for you, create a list of goals. Rather, it's this is the degree I need to get. This is the certification I need to get. This is the job I want. Create a list that aligns to that passion and do your best to follow it. And then when it just comes to having that support system, this is for our parents and our guardians here. You want to be sure to support your students. Give them that guidance. Absolutely. That support. Be aware of their situation and what's going on and be able to um, pour into them. It could be communication. It could be a listening ear with no judgment. Anything in that manner to just give them the support that they need to focus on their education is great. Absolutely. And then just uh, give them that hope and an inspiration to push forward. Strongest one of the strongest words, hope. Yes. That's pretty cool. So those are my tips uh, for educational success, especially within that high school, high school capacity, like K through 12. Dr. Carlos will be using this later on. Look at that. Beautiful. You coming from a valedictorian in high school, number one in our class. Come on. You don't take those tips. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I wish I would have had her telling me that when I was in school. I'd probably been a doctor 10 years ago or something. I don't know. Now you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Oh, she likes me, folks. How <laughs> cute. Thank you, baby. You're doing a great job. Hey, check this out. So now we're going to talk about our educational journey, our undergraduate experience. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about what that was like for us during undergrad. So we really want to jump off into why did we decide to go to college, give you a few tips about where you are in that stage, or you can just kind of pour into your student. And now let's talk about our educational journey. We went through this. So, Dr. Rika, you're up again just to talk about your college experience and the things that you actually went through. So give it up for Dr. Rika one more time in this regard. Yes. 
to my undergraduate experience. So as I mentioned earlier, I received a full ride Claire Lipper scholarship to Oklahoma City University. Actually, I was debating between going to the military, actually going to, to the Air Force, mm -hmm. and yeah. then um, actually the Claire Lupa Scholarship was an amazing opportunity that was presented in front of me, and it aligned with my goals moving forward, and so I took up took that opportunity. Yeah. Oklahoma City University, uh, actually we discussed this on episode one, is where Carlos and I, <laughs> Carlos and I met. But speaking of the college experience, back to just being able to follow follow that path, being a first-generation college student, it was, I'm not even going to lie, being completely transparent, it was very, very difficult. Just being able to find, <clears throat> find, excuse me, find what was for me as a college student, navigating this new territory, not understanding exactly what needed to take place. So pretty much putting, picking up all the pieces and putting some, putting them together as as I was going forward. But if it wasn't for organizations like Sisterhood of African American Students, Black Student Association, and others that allowed me to be in a space with those that look like me, yes, for sure. Absolutely. Give it up to those organizations. Talk a little, a little bit about that. I used to love SAS and SAB and all of that. And you, you were the president at one point of uh, SAS, so that was pretty cool. What, what deep things that you received from that? Yeah. For sure. I'm glad you brought that up. So Sister of the African-American Students, also known as SAS, and shout out to all of the sisters that was a part of this That was an organization for us, for us sisters to come together every, um, periodically, actually, we had meetings, we had events, but it was an opportunity for us to come together, be in like spaces with like individuals and just pour into each other, sharing resources, tutoring sessions, we had field trips, we did community service, but back to just being in a space of those individuals that look like you and then making an impact, not only on campus, but in the community as well. I can so, only imagine how difficult it was doing all four years, like, just keep it truthful and honest, but at a yeah. predominantly white institution and for you all to come together to, to build some type of cohesion or a bond to be able to keep a support system going, I know that had to be a beautiful thing. So again, shout exactly. out to Sauce and all those sisters. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was a beautiful thing. And then like you said, I was a part of the organization throughout my time at OCU, so I eventually made my way into one of the uh, a few of the leadership roles, but it was an amazing experience. Not only just giving to each other, pouring into each other, making that impact on campus, but we made an effort to pull in those individuals within the community. Y'all even had so, bigs and stuff. That who was your big again? <laughs> who was your big? Oh, my big was Chantel. Yeah, Chantel. Wow, wow. <laughs> Shout out to Chantel, Ashley, Aisha. Yeah. I mean, we'll be going out with Sasha, so, oh, Shayla. Oh, a whole list. See, you done started yeah. something. Bailey, I mean, come on, <laughs> proud of them, but yo big with Chantel. Chantel, cool people. Yeah. Shout out to Chantel. Um, but yes, in Black Student Association, and I believe you're going to talk a little bit more about this, but Black Student Association was another space uh, for all of us to just come together and same thing, echoing those responsibilities and just the impact that we made on campus. So how but, difficult was it? You're talking about a private school, one of the top private schools in the state of Oklahoma. You got a full ride. You have to get in there and show your worth. So was it yes, difficult or it was, was it just 
it was very difficult. And when you say that, show your worth, I stress that all the time. Like, it's so hard when you're in these spaces, mm. especially in the classroom, and it's pretty much you or maybe one other person that may look like you, and mm. you're constantly having to prove yourself, prove your worth in the space. Um, you're having to work 10 times as hard probably even double just to show that you are worthy as the one that's sitting next to you. And that was very, very hard. Not only being a first generation college student trying to figure it out, but then you have the extra added stress of proving yourself so to your you classmates like, and you your professors. Do? Yeah, so what did you do to just really kind of overcome and persevere and graduate? So you graduated from from OCU, so I mean, kinesiology, exercise science. So, yeah. what was that about? Like, what was your, what would you give as a key tip to say, hey, this is how I did it? I would have to say, and I use this word a lot as well, just that perseverance. Keep your eye on the prize. Wow. Like, I literally had to continue to pour into myself and tell myself, just continue to stay focused. And going into OCU, Kinesiology, biomechanics, that was not my original mm -hmm. major. I went back and forth with deciding with what would be best for me, but then also, too, what I could actually accomplish wow. in this space that I was facing. Because there were so many, so many situations and so many obstacles that I had to go through just back to having to prove myself from assignments to projects to grades mm. the list goes on and on with just the for lack of better terms the discrimination oh wow yeah yeah hey keeping it real that's all we can do here with and do it like a doctor you're in the doctor grounds and we're going to do one into this show we're only going to get it more and more and more real and transparent as mm -hmm. possible so, Dr. Yeah, Rika, that's so, powerful. So, you kept going and you also furthered your education at OCCC while just doing yeah. what would you do there? Actually, the reason why, well, one of the reasons why I took up on the extra courses at OCCC is because of the tension within the space. And hmm. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to be at OCU, obtain my bachelor's degree, but we have to be completely transparent and communicate what we as black individuals face in these spaces wow. and so i took it upon myself not only just to continue to focus on my academics and be successful but i made it an effort to do my best to get out early mm. i wanted to not only accomplish this goal but to get out of this uncomfortable space well hey that was real uh because you graduated in about three years then you graduated like three three and a half years she got it done typically take you four years 23 credit hours, 18, 21. Beautiful thing. Great job. Great job. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and um, let you let you move forward. Let me see what I'm talking about. Yes, I don't know ahead. if I can talk, Dr. Rika. Look, I barely made it up out of high school, so nah. I don't want to take all. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a nice story as well. I want to hear some of your experiences. Like, 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 I don't know. She might have a crush on me. We'll, we'll I, check I, on I, that I, later. Oh. Okay, well, so my story really started off a little bit different. Once again, high school was, you know, it was a journey for me. And then I decided that when I wanted to go to college, I took advantage of OCCC's OKC Go program. It was an OKC Go program would pay for tuition for Oklahoma City Public Schools 
students to go to college. And so I, I really, yeah, shout out to that OKC Go program. That was really my defining moment. I applied for several universities. I didn't do my ACTs at the time. Again, I barely made it up out of there. So I didn't take I didn't take my ACTs crazy. Never taken an ACT. So I went into open admissions at OCCC and that OKC Go program saved me a ton of money. I like saved $40,000 worth of cost uh, of going to further my education just by utilizing that program rather than jumping into a So shout out to OCCC for that. But when I got into college, I had to find that sense of belonging that Dr. Rika was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Again, <clears throat> predominantly white space. Let's be transparent. Our dissertations and topics kind of speak to that, and you'll hear about that later on in our other episodes. But coming from an all-black high school, predominantly black high school for the most part, Douglas High School, and then going off into a college where it's predominantly white as a first-generation college student was a culture shock for me. Exactly. So I was really just searching. Yeah, it was a culture mm -hmm. shock. I tell Dr. Rika all the time, she she don't like me to use this analogy, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> but if y'all ever watch the episode Naked and Afraid, somehow oh, we ra randomly, <laughs> look, we randomly, <laughs> we randomly got this episode. It came on TV and we started watching it, but I started to associate like that's kind of how I feel for us to go to college as a first generation college student. You get in a space that's unknown without all the tools to equip you to be successful. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get myself involved in something and black student association shout out to claire eccles one of my mentors she, she definitely yes. was yeah, absolutely claire is a beautiful person she was tired she met so many years that i took to see that she came and gave me a flyer to come to black students so to a black student association meeting the first thing i told her I said i'm gonna be a cop i'm gonna be the president because they were looking for officers and she was like yeah okay you have to show up first <laughs> But I knew in my heart, but that's what I wanted to be. So I showed up and lo and behold, I became the college. I mean, the, the president of Black Student Association. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a round of applause. That's the most important part about that. We provided unity, friendship, and a sense of belonging for all Black students at Oklahoma City Community College. And that was the most beautiful thing that uh, a student of color could be presented with. All these other organizations, special interest organizations for Hispanics and Native Americans, all, all of these different organizations, we needed that. Yeah, how did that make you feel just being a part? Because I even think about, even to LCU, being a leader of the Black Student Association, and then you speak of OCCC. So just being a part of that major impact. For I, felt, I felt included. Because it was easy for you, like Dr. Rika said, you might be the only black student in class. Let's just be transparent. Yeah. So it might be students that's going through this right now and you're in that space. So I had to find that inclusion. So that sense of belonging, that friendship, that unity, yeah. that support system that we needed in a space that was unknown for a lot of us being first generation college students. Not everybody, but for the most part, you know, students of color are typically the first generation college students. So I can't go back and ask my family any kind of questions. So we built that support system around us. Yeah, and so it's nothing we've done. like being around those that look like you. Absolutely. I mean, it's it is a beautiful experience. Exactly. We shout out to those students that's in there and in that space. But I worked my way up. We were really doing well in DSA, and I was able to become the student body president at OCCC. And that was really a powerful thing for me because I had a voice. And my voice exactly. was not only for myself, but for the rest of the student body. So I got the opportunity to speak on behalf of the student body on things that we would like to see. And that was very humbling for me to be able to do so. Mm -hmm. And again, 
you know, I finished my associate's degree in business. My mom, she just cried. And I'm so, so proud to see that experience. I found all of my first mentors. It's hard not to just uh, say one, I mean, and not mention many. I mean, there's so many. I just, I really want to throw them out there. I mean, Carlotta <laughs> Hill, again, Claire Eccles, Rochelle Mosby, Andre Love, Greg Carter. I mean, I'm just Jack Crately. Come on. It's, I mean, so many. Dr. Yeah. Marion Payton. Uh, Dr. Seacrest was a man. All of these folks that were there. Hey, you keep up with that Look, I didn't put it out there. Look, uh -oh. I missed you. Know that I love you. Charge my head, not my heart. And just know that mentors. I love all of y'all. I was playing it safe. I didn't even <laughs> want to go down the list. I just look, love and appreciate y'all. I'm going to put them out there. I'm going to show them some love because they help us get to where we are. I missed somebody. I know I did. I know something in the back of my mind. Dr. Bass, uh, Marion Bodine, Al Sharif. So many folks that poured into me was a, a beautiful opportunity. Again, now I took all of that over to OCU with practically a full ride. And that was a great experience for me to just go off into that. And with that full ride, practically in the Minder School of Business, I got to go to the World Business Forum. I was able to just really tackle those things. So I really appreciated just being a student that was an impact on the campus in which educated us. And so I got back in the Black Student Association and helped build a platform for students of color. And LCU as well, we idolized that organization with so many people, people that we went to, that part of SOS and SOB, and yeah. shout out to Charlie Lutton and Ernest Henley and Nathan Nelson. I mean, I mean, we can go down Philip Marsh. I mean, we can no, go down the list. list of individuals that helped pave the way of my mission. Again, charge my head, not my heart. But I finished my bachelor's degree and I got that business mindset of quality customer service. And so with all of that being said, I get an opportunity to talk about my tips for education and success. Five beautiful tips that I just came from the heart. And this is what I would tell all students that's thinking about going to college. Yes. So choose the college or university that is right for you. What I'm saying is don't go to somewhere because somebody told you to go. Which one is right for you? You need to do at least three college visits. You can't say, oh, I want to go to this institution because of it could be a big name institution. It could be the most popular institution. But at the same time, an education is an education. Mm -hmm. So go to that institution that is right for you. So yes. make sure you do those campus tours. If you feel like they made you belong and they welcomed you to the campus, that's the institution you want to go to. Not only that, make sure you at an institution where your degree will align to your future goals. Exactly. Back to that prioritizing yourself, too. Absolutely. So that rolls right off into the college and university experience, higher education experience. Find that degree that's going to align to your future goals. So you need to quickly think, what do I want to be? or at least somewhere in that ballpark, how would I get to that? Also, get involved. Come on, you got to get involved. You cannot just be off in your dorm room, skipping all of these things as, you know, different workshops and different uh, whatever brown bags is what they call it at OCCC. So many different involvement yes, opportunities. Get in a student organization that may be a special interest organization like Blackston Association or align mm -hmm. with your major. Dr. Rico was in a couple of those things. You want to get into these organizations that's going to help you really expand because there's only so much you can learn from a book in a classroom. Yeah, and that just being a part of those organizations and 
getting out, getting involved, that helps develop your skill set as well. And then just, again, opens you up for the opportunity of growth. Absolutely. Yeah. Work on campus. You should work on campus as well. I started off as a student work on campus. It was kind of like my first real job. You worked on campus as well, right? Yes, I worked on campus. Yeah. It was fun. Actually, I truly enjoyed it. Um, I actually worked at OCU's um, health clinic. Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, I worked, I started at the Welcome Center. So it was like my customer service skills had to be tip top because they walk in and they look at me and say, hey, can you tell me? And I had to learn really a lot of everything about the institution. But just working on campus really gave me that professional grounds that I needed to go off in the career field. Oh, shout out to actually Mr. Normore. That was my oh, first campus yes, job. Mr. So also enjoy the experience. I mean, college will pass by so fast, just like high school, college will pass by so fast mm -hmm. that you got to enjoy the experience. Not too much where you fail. You know what I'm saying? Don't get too, I'm partying, I'm doing all of this, but it's so many people that you may not ever meet again outside of this space of higher education. So enjoy that experience. Yeah. Get out there, get involved, go to a football game. Go and to then also, too, lifelong, lifelong friends oh, yeah. as well. Some of them you'll never lose, and that's important to be able to grow that Ronald friendship. And, and look, I, I give her mind. a shout out. Yeah. She was a part of Sauce as well. Yeah, I, don't want, I don't want her to get me now. Look, yeah. We still, we still, still yeah. sisters. Yeah. This best friend. And, and that's pretty cool. And look, I got my best friend, y'all. Hey. 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 Yeah. So I was able to meet Dr. Lee, and that was a beautiful and So, And then finish. Please finish. You got to finish and graduate. It does not make sense to start college and not finish. Mm -hmm. I promise you, your student loans will catch up with you. The goal, if you take out student loans, is to get the bachelor's degree, the graduate degree, to be able to get the job to pay back the student loans. If you go to college and you don't finish, you still got to pay back those student loans. And guess what? You don't have the degree to get the job that will help offset the cost of student loans. So get it done. And that sense of accomplishment is a big, big deal. It was one of the beautiful things, most beautiful things that ever happened to me. I cried when I got my bachelor's degree because it was the first time I ever felt alive. And I, I, I know I say that a lot. I've said it a lot, but it's just real true for me and near yeah. and dear to my heart. And then last but not I love least. this one. Tell reach back and pull others through mm -hmm. you can't just go through all of what you've been through and not just pour into somebody not we're not saying go and do their homework for them obviously what we're saying is be that support system that mentor those mentors that i mentioned that dr rica has mentioned they pulled us through we needed every bit of everything that they offered exactly. and it meant a lot whether it's just say keep going and just say I'm proud of you. All of those things were a beautiful thing. And so shout out to all those individuals that helped pull us through. And now that's what we're doing. We're pulling people through. We're reaching back and making sure people complete this process because it's one of the most powerful things exactly. that you can do in life. So that was the undergrad experience. Look, Dr. Rick, our podcast wasn't supposed to be this long, but we got so much to offer. Oops, sorry, y'all. But, uh, but I'm pretty sure you're enjoying this information. Absolutely. Maybe, I know. We, can, maybe we can keep them up a little. I don't know. We don't give it to them all, but we got an education, our graduate experience. And stick around for our surprise at the end. We told people we got a surprise, so we're looking forward to that surprise. Y'all looking yes. for that surprise? Come on now. Are y'all here? 
Okay. Yeah. Hey, they really like this bar. All right, so we're going to bounce back and forth. Dr. Rika is going to talk about her graduate experience. We're trying to make this part short as possible. Thank y'all. Look, y'all ready? <laughs> y'all really ready for this surprise? All right, shit. Hey, we got it. I'll make it. All right. Thank y'all. <laughs> All right, so Dr. Rita, tell them about your MA. What does that stand for and your goal for that part as far as your graduate experience? Yes, as far as graduate experience. So once I graduated from OCU, it took, um, I want to say maybe about a year or two. Don't quote me on that. I'm deciding just what I wanted to do next and furthering my education. I knew I wanted to get my master's degree. And at that time, I kind of honed in on what I mentioned earlier, just that passion for STEM and just uh, being able to combine those, educating and equipping others with success while also diving into my passion within the STEM capacity. So I decided to pursue my Master of Arts degree, which is um, Master of Arts in Educational Administration and Leadership. Awesome. How cool is that? Mm -hmm. So it was I, a goal to kind of expand my knowledge in that space. That's that's pretty cool. Mine's somewhat similar, pretty much uh, a master's of business administration. So an MBA, I wanted, that's what I wanted to know. So this is what people got to understand about the difference of going to graduate school. It's, you choose what you want to know. So all those general education courses, those basics, that may drive you crazy. No, this is all higher level of what good you point, want to point. know. And so that was kind of my piece on, on my MBA and why I wanted to go there. So what yeah. about your educational leadership? What was, what was all that about? Yeah, that's a great point. And MBA, that's a big deal. I say that all the time. I, I, I really uh, No, you're admire. not going back, Dr. Rick. <laughs> Dr. Rick, want to go back to school? I'm like, no, baby, we can't do that. No backwards steps, baby. Uh, but with the educational leadership, so uh, pursuing that graduate degree, I just wanted, again, to be able to develop my skill set and the qualities that I need to become a leader within EdTech, so educational technology. How, how cool is that? Well, I wanted to improve my writing skills, and so I really went on uh, a, a, a just a whole goal search of how can I become a better writer. I was a really great speaker. I, hopefully, I'm still a great speaker, but I wanted to improve my writing skills. And so I got some tip-top writing skills because mm -hmm. that was initially what I started my grad program wanting to do. They asked me to write that down, asked us to write it down. So I, I did that. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, you joke about me and spelling. I joke about you and writing. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't feel like writing. Babe, can you write this one? <laughs> Yeah, I got you. I got you, baby. <laughs> and then so just with obtaining this master's degree, <laughs> now you got me tongue-tied, and obtaining this master's degree back to just developing educationally to obtain that leadership role. Um, I believe I mentioned in episode one that I was just interested in becoming um a leader with an ed tech. So taking on this role, I felt I would get that, that growth mindset and the skills to be able to become that chief learning officer or chief ed tech officer that I'm interested in becoming. Absolutely. Very similar. I, that's why I knew that I needed a master's degree to reach my next level. So as mm -hmm. soon as I got my master's degree, shout out to uh, Dr. Bass. She gave me my first opportunity as assistant director of recruitment. Oh, and yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. Got that master's degree. And she moved me up. I'm going to put some of my business out there, but it was a $15,000 increase at that moment. 
So I was like, okay, I know I'm on the right track. But look, that was at that moment. So (laughs) it was a beautiful thing, get that master's degree. (coughs) Excuse me, to get that master's degree and jump to the next level. And then also, too, just knowing the impact that it will make absolutely with obtaining that graduate degree, not only for me as an individual, back to that growth, uh, that growth aspect, but then also, too, just enhancing the skill set to become that educational leader and be able to influence others in their path. Absolutely. Same here. Impact. How can I give back at a higher level? I think if I become more educated, I have more to offer. Mm -hmm. So that was really that first piece of that master's graduate experience. How cool is that? Now, next up, look, guys, we went off. (laughs) We went off and got our doctor's degree together. We talked about it in our first episode. This together. Shout out to Dr. Rico. You are beautiful in every right. I'm so proud of you and accomplishing this. Same to you, Dr. Carlos. Amazing. We did this together, and I don't, I don't really think we would have been able to do it if we. I agree. This <laughs> was. This was our toughest journey yet, and we got some episodes to talk about why it was so tough. We lost four loved ones in the three and a half years it was about three and a half years embedded dissertation program Mm -hmm. it was a lot yeah so we had to have strength yes for sure yeah and then just that courage and perseverance i mean just being completely transparent with you all it was a tough journey not only following the path to complete the program coursework dissertation but then from a personal standpoint losing family members was a very hard thing and then just to the stress and um fatigue and just exhaustion that comes with the program you're doing Um, full-time work full-time work trying to take care of the family keep everything um steady absolutely it was just that determination that we had to have and we pushed each other i mean we took naps drank so much coffee (laughs) i don't even drink coffee but i was drinking coffee but I had to do what we had to do. Yeah, we had to do what we had to do to get get it through. You go we first day, each you take other. A nap. Yeah, you take a nap. So our achievement, our ultimate goal, we had a desire to reach the highest level. Mm-hmm. Why not? Come on, folks. Like you should want to reach some of the highest. Somebody has to do it. So we decided to reach the highest level that we could a terminal degree, a doctorate degree, first in our entire family's history to become doctors. So we will be remembered on both sides of our family just for this achievement alone. So that was pretty cool. So we broke down some barriers. Yeah, just uh, in achieving this goal, uh, another reason, just being able to break down those barriers, those obstacles that pretty much society sets up for us to to fail. And we, we... we broke through society and anyone else wrong and then just being that representation of others that's interested in pursuing a doctoral degree or even um pushing forward with their education excuse me pushing forward with their education leaving a legacy we talked about that being the example being the proof mm-hmm. and really you only live once you gotta live life to the fullest you yeah. know what i mean that was really big for me live life to the fullest you never know when it's gonna be your day what will you achieve in the life that you get to live so that exactly. was important for me for court for us and i'm so glad that we were able to do it together Yes, for sure. Like, and just that overall means of accomplishment. Like, I'm getting a little tongue-tied because 
It was a true journey. It was tough. And just it thinking was. about the different things that we experienced, trying not to get emotional because we'll talk about that later, but I'm very proud of us both. Absolutely. And the respect, I mean, just to be called Dr. Carlos Doctor, Rika Doctors, Robinson, it is a beautiful thing. That respect, I mean, it's very humbly speaking, but at the same time, we definitely worked for it. We did everything that we can do to get to that ultimate goal. Yes, and with that sure. being said, of an ultimate goal. Look. We saved this surprise just for you guys. <laughs> How cool is this? Look, folks, so if you haven't noticed, well, you can't notice it on screen. You can see in our cam. Uh, oh, this, this is yours. This is yours. This, <laughs> this is mine. Look, so we got our, oh wow, we got our doctorate uh, diplomas in the mail, and we have not opened them. So we are going to open them with right you here. right we now. We saved them just for you. Just How cool is that? Look, I even showed the labels, the seals on there. So if you want to watch our videos, we're going to post all our videos on Patreon. And then we are asking for a little support. So if you want to see the videos, we'll promise you a little bit. But come on, you spend that food money, I mean, on some nasty food in a month. So support us. And that helps us build our business and our growth. You ready? So we're going to open this up. Watch us break the seal off of it for the first time, folks. These came in the mail. I so this is wow. one of the reasons why a piece of paper. <laughs> the educational journey. Uh, wow. Folks. Look at this. Look at this. Look, Dr. Rika. Whoa. Come on. We got it done. We have to finish up a lot of different things. Uh-oh, my camera. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> but to have this diploma, we're going to frame this thing. We're going to put it in there. And this is huge for us. I'm getting really watery-eyed. Like, this is... It's a big deal. We had some things to obviously to uh, accomplish to not only as we mentioned the coursework dissertation day, and then with that we also had to publish our dissertation. You all right over here, uh, Carlos? I'm about to cry. I'm trying to hold it, but <laughs> we also had to publish our dissertation. We we'll make sure we share that link with you all. We had to publish it in both ways for it to be official, official. Yeah. So we're official, official. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to make sure we get that link shared with you. Super excited. We knocked out all the tasks Everything that came necessary. along with this. This was like a baby. Wow, it was, it was like, like a, a birth of a baby. Proud of our dissertations. Super excited about being able to talk to you about those. We got our books and all of that. And just, I mean, it's a book that you write. But... Are you all right, baby? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't cry. Alright, so there you have it, folks. We truly appreciate y'all stopping by the doctor's lounge for another episode. Look, I apologize for telling y'all that the first one will be our shortest. But again, we kind of had some things that we needed to tell you. We wanted to tell you, and so we told you everything that we can tell you. So thank y'all so much for being here. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here. As we mentioned earlier, we love pouring into others. Absolutely. So, Our next episode, number three. Drum roll. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Come on, look. She might go to y'all, so I have to go ahead and just put that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. I don't have to keep it strong. 
All right, so thank y'all so much for listening. Thank y'all so much for watching, watching. Connect with us right now. Until next time, we ask that you keep it focused and have a delightful day. Absolutely. Yes. Have a delightful day. Have a delightful day. Let's go. Let's go. Proud of y'all. Let's go. Dr. Ricky, give me a hug. I love you, baby.